We are learning Daf Samach. We're starting right from the bottom. In Testament Beige, where the Gemara says Kufa. And we're uh, finally wrapping up our Sugi here. If you had to Malin and Iser, and we started with that question about the Shemitah onion that was replanted in the eighth year, we came out that one was Mutter. Certainly, Shemitah, which comes from the ground, uh, the Iser is from the ground, so it's nullified through the ground. But along the way, we spoke about many other cases as well, and the Gemara goes back to one of them. Let's say I have an onion of truma which was planted. So the bull which was planted was also to non-kohanim. What happened was, what happened was Rabbi Kedula fell ikro. Then the new growth uh, from that, that happened after it was replanted was more than the original size of the root. In that case, most of the whole onion is permitted, permitted to non-kohanim. So basically the idea that we're saying is, it sounds like, is that truma, which is replanted, doesn't have the status of truma, and therefore it's mutter to uh, even to, to, to non-kohanim. That was the basic idea. So the Gemara says, what does it sound like? It sounds like this, the Mamer, the Gedule, had their malinus to Iser. It sounds like we, we, we apply this, this rule that permitted new growths are able to nullify the roots before. And uh, we're saying that that's true even by Trima. But the question is, we have a specific enactment which was made in Trima. So the Mishnah says, Gedule, Trima, Trima. The growths of Trima are considered Trima. Basically, Mamish the opposite of what we're saying. The Mishnah, it's a Mishnah and Trimos, that what grows out of Trima assumes that it is the status of what the root was, just as the root was Trima, so to the gross will be Trima as well. So it's just blatantly against what we said. Now, just to give a little bit of background here, what really is going on is that there was a special Takana which was made uh, about Gedule Trima, because people, that Trima over there, um, what they would do is they, somebody might go ahead and... Uh, uh, a Kohen, co- co- I should really say, a Kohen, he might specifically hold Trima that's Tame, instead of burning it, which you're supposed to do if Trima becomes Tame, he might go ahead and replant it. And uh, when he replants it, what comes out won't be Trima. So it's like a pretty pretty creative idea. Anytime you have Trima, which becomes Tame, no problem, very solvable. What do you do? Just go ahead and replant it. And what comes out won't be Trima, and it will solve the issue. And, and the Torah really, really says that uh, it's, it's then is to be burned, but hey, if I can make it, it won't be trauma, then I don't have to burn it. That, that's, the, that's the basic idea. But the issue is, before you might get around to actually doing that, you might forget that his tummy might have a touch of the foods, you know, this and that. So basically, Chazal just didn't want Kohanim doing that. They didn't want the Kohanim burning their trauma, which is tummy, and, you know, saving their, their trauma that's, that was tummy around. And, oh yeah, I'll plant it tomorrow. <laughs> and then in the interim, all sorts of problems can happen. So the Rabbanim basically made a special Takana that the growth of truma are meant to be truma. So how could we be saying here that what grows out of the truma is considered not truma and it can nullify the root as well? So the more answers we do, we could do that. When Rabbi Yana was saying it, he was talking about the growth of the growth, meaning the first growth from the truma, that's the takana. We're talking about the growth of the growth. So that's what, what we mean is not, 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 not the first thing, but we're talking about, let's say, so there were new growths that happened, those were truma, and those new growths were then replanted. So that's what we're saying, that, that the Takana didn't extend so far. You know, since it was only a rabbinic decree, they only ushered the, the first gross, but the gross of the gross, they didn't usher. And we're saying, so if the, the gross of the gross were more than the new gross, then, uh, then it, would, it would all become non, non-trima. So the Mar says, Hanami Tanina, that's also in the Mishnah, and the gross of the gross are considered non-trima. So what's Rabbi Yana's Chiddush? The Gemara explains because you could have said where the chiddush is even though it's like an onion where it doesn't decompose. Somebody could have said that 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 din that kedule truma truma but kedule kedule truma that's all by seed which decomposes. So the step number one where it decomposes and new things come out the rabbanu were misak and again a special new takana that kedule truma are truma that was a special takana but 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 the kedulim of the kedulim are not truma. That could all be by the, uh, again, a special takana which was made 
um, in regard to to, to to regular seeds. But if you're dealing with a bulb, something where the seed does not decompose, so then somebody could say that the rule is not like that. I could say that the gross of the gross um, would also be considered truma. Therefore, he's being machadish. It's not like that. If it's gross of the gross, it could be that way. So the Gemara says about Tanam, but what does the Mishnah say? The Mishnah says, Mishnah and Shumas, Hatevel, when it comes to Tevel, so here we're not dealing with Shumas, we're dealing with something which was never tithed. So Gedulah Mutar, and when it grows out of it is Mutar, Vedavash uh, is Arakala, with stuff where the seed decomposes. So what we mean it was Mutar is, what if Tevel was finished being produced, you're not allowed to eat it. You're not allowed to eat it until you take up Shumas and Maestros. But if I replant, replant it, so then the growth... Um, the, the growth will become permitted, meaning you'll be allowed to snack on them before you take off Shemitz and Maestros, as long as the seed decomposes. If the seed does not decompose, if it's something like an onion, then even the growth of the growths are all forbidden. So we say you can't snack on them, um, basically just assumes the table status that was there in the original bowl. So basically, what do I see here? I see over here that when I'm dealing with table and I have like an onion, an onion Tevel, where the bulb does not decompose. Even the growths of the growths are all forbidden. So why don't I say the same thing with Truma? So basically what's going on is like this. Let's just summary, make a summary of what we have. We have a Mishnah that by Truma, the growths of Truma are Asr, the growths of the growths are Mutter. We're explaining that there was a special Tachanam and Rabbanan that the growths are Asr um, in order that Kohanim don't keep it around to go plant it. Fine. But the growths of the growths, the Rabbanim weren't so Machmer, and therefore the growths of the growths are all permitted. Rabbiana is telling us that that's not only true with Davish's Arakala, where the seed where the seed decomposes, but even by a bulb of an onion, the same thing is true. The, the even though the Rabbanim made a takana that the kedulim of Trimar Asr, the kedulim kedulim are not Asr, even though it, the, the the seed did not decompose. But what we're asking now is that we have another Isra of Tevel, where the Mishnah indicates that the law is that if I have a Tevel thing. And the, the, uh, the, that, 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 that where the seed does not decompose, and even the growth of the growth are all forbidden. So what's the difference between Truma and Tevel? So the Gemara explains, Rabbi Yanai is telling us that if the growths are more than the roots, they are mutter. Meaning what he is saying is that he was only the mater, the Truma grows in a case where they're more than the root. When the Mishnah was saying that the Tevel, what comes out of the Tevel is Asr, we're talking about when the, never, the new growth never got bigger than the growths that were there from before. So basically what, what we're coming out is in order to be able to nullify it, it has to be more. But if, it, if, if it's not more, so then the nullification can't happen. And if the nullification can't happen, then, then they just automatically assume, um, assume the status of the root. So if they grow more than the root, that's where Piana's case. So then we say that the Gedule Truma, that the Gedulin could be without what was there from before. By Truma, it's only true as to the Gedule Gedulim, as we said, the first Gedulim Chazam made a special Takana, but Akhopanam by the Gedule Gedulim, if there are more, the newest growths are more, there were the Kamim of Atla. The Mishnah was saying by Tevel, the Damashayim Zarakala, even the Gedulim Gedulim are answer, that's all talking about where they weren't able to become a majority. So, in conclusion, if, it's a, if you have an onion and, and you have growths of growths of Truma, Rabbiana informs us that if the newest growths are more than what was there before, they are, in fact, able to achieve a bittle and remove the, the trimmer status which was there on the onion before. Okay. Now we move on to the new parak. And in the new parak, truth is, it kind of goes back to discussing terms and words and ways of language. Uh, so we start here discussing time. Somebody said wine is a konimamiya. Wine is also to me. But he says, for my tasting of today, for the day. So the question is, what does the day mean? Is it 24 hours? Is it until sunset? How does that work? So the Mishnah says, Ain't no asr el It's only asr in the one until nightfall. So meaning to say that the day is defined by the Hebrew day. The day means until the stars are coming out here. 
And, and even if, let's say, it would be a few hours, let's say it was 4 p.m. When he, uh, when, he, when he made this nether. But if the language that he used was Hayyoyim, that the Isra is only for the day, so then it's going to go away after the stars come out. Shabazu, let's say somebody made a nether to Asr up the wine, Shabazu, this week. Asr B'chol HaShabaz, he's Asr in the wine right away in all the days of the week. Vishabaz and when the, the day of Shabbos comes, it's considered like the, the days that passed. And therefore, it's still within the time frame of the nether. Basically, what we're saying is that Shabbos is the last day of the week. So if you Asr wine, wine is Asr to me for Shabbos, do for the week, for this week. So we're saying that Shabbos is included, Shabbos is included as the last day of the, of, of the nether. Let's say somebody answers wine for the month. For the whole days of the current month. But the day of Rosh Chodesh is for the next month. It's not part of it. Because Rosh Chodesh is the first day of the month. So it's already part of the next month. Someone who answers his wine for the year. He's answered for that whole current year. Rosh Hashanah. The upcoming Rosh Hashanah is counted with the future year. It's not part of the Yisra. Again, Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the next year. Let's say somebody answered wine for this Shavuah. Shavuah means the seven year Shemitah cycle. So he's Asr in the whole cycle, the whole seven-year cycle. Let's say he said it in the fourth year. Let's just say, for example, he's going to be Asr in the fourth year, the fifth year, the sixth year, and the seventh year. Shviya Sha'avra, Shemitah is part of the preceding years, part of the cycle that, 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 that he's currently in, and therefore it's part of the Isr. So in conclusion, the day goes until sunset. We have the week, which goes through the Shabbos. The month, which goes only up to Rosh Chodesh, but not including. The year, which only goes up to, but not including Rosh Hashanah. And the seven-year cycle, which goes through the Shemitah. However, someone didn't say Hayom. He said a little bit different. Amar Yom Echad. He said the one should be according to me for one day. Or Shabbos Achaz for one week. Chodesh Achaz for one month. Shana Achaz for one year. Shavu Achaz, one seven-year cycle. Then it's Asmi Yom Yom. It's Asr from, from the day to the day. What does that mean to say? What we're trying to say is that when you say it's Asr, Yom Echad, you mean 24 hours. That's the point. It has nothing to do with, it, with, with, with when the halachic day is going, is, going to, is going to be over. And if, let's say, the same thing with the date. Let's say it was uh, the first day of, um, first day of Iyar, when you, uh, when you made the nether, and you said for, for one year, not for this year, but for one year, so then the next first of Iyar is when it would be over. So it's, very, it's really very different with like a slight little change in the words, right? Between saying, Hayom, where it's over by nightfall, and Yom Echad, where it's 24 hours. Okay, continues the Mishnah. Ad HaPesach, someone says, I'm not going to have the wine. It's going to me until Pesach. Asr It's only Asr until Pesach comes. So in other words, Ad HaPesach basically means Ad Velo Ad until the beginning of the holiday. So it's a tough thing because the word Ad until can really, it certainly carries both connotations. Certain times in language it can be um, up to but not including certain times it could be up to and including. So we're assuming here that when the person said the words, he didn't want any ambiguity in it. So we just assume he meant it like clean, where it's up to but not including, where he says, Ada Pesach. It expires as soon as nightfall comes. However, if he said, until it is, then he's also in the wine until it totally concludes, until it's totally over. Which is again, it's, it, it, it's a tough language, but it basically is saying until, until until the Pesach is here, meaning it's not just until until, but until it is until there's a presence of the Nether and Pesach together. So therefore, it's also until the passing of Pesach. So if I just say until Pesach, then it's over; it expires as soon as the, the first moment of Pesach is there. But Achei, it's also until it concludes. 
What about ad lifnei So that's that, um, so so that that's a harder one because 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 you know, we we just don't know exactly how to how to, uh, to know exactly what it means. Um, what's pene? Pene could mean the end. It could mean the passing of, or it could mean the beginning. Like we, it's, there's an ambiguity here in the language. So Mayor Omer Asr Achi Agiyah. Mayor says he's only Asr until Pesach arrives. Rabbi Yosi Omer Asr Achi Yete is Asr until it finishes. Now, what's the Machlokes? So we're going to see in the Gemara that it's not Stam Machlokes what Pene means. It's a Machlokes about the mentality of a person using language that is, is ambiguous. For Mayor holds a person's not going to intentionally say something that will put him in something that won't be known. He's not going to say something like that. So if he says, Ad Pnei, he must mean Ad Pnei until, until something that's before Pesach, the last moment which is still before Pesach. Because if not, if not, Pnei Pesach, we won't know exactly, exactly how, how to say it and what it means. So, so therefore, we assume he didn't mean to use it in an ambiguous way. He meant it in a clean way. Whereas Rabbi Yossi no, a person could use language to put himself in an uncertain thing. So therefore, his nether may imply that he's usher until one moment before the, the, the very end of the final part of Pesach. Now, just to clarify a little bit here, I think, I think which is important, is that if it's Rebiosi's type of understanding, where, it's, where, where ad pnei means that there's some time on Pesach that is passing that it's usher until, but we don't know which moment, and therefore practically he'll be usher until the end. That's what's going on. In other words, ad pnei Pesach means in this ambiguous way, there's some time on Pesach which will pass, which will be matumi. So it could be the first moment of Pesach, second moment of Pesach, third moment, and there's all these infinite possibilities up until the last possibility that it's the last moment of Pesach. That's why Rabbi Yossi, that's why Ramir is saying, no one's going to say it and mean it that way. What, you're going to say the language until the passing of Pesach, some moment of Pesach passes, and which moment? It could be any moment. So therefore, practically, you're just going to be stuck in the end. The person wouldn't use language in such a way. You wouldn't use language when there's an ambiguity that leaves you uncertain in terms of what you're bound to, and practically have to wait for the whole thing. This person does use language like that. So if he says, I'll pay a Pesach, presumably he means till the passing of the moment that, that, that will start Pesach, the beginning of Pesach will, be, will already expire. Rabbi Yossi says, no. person will use language, will put himself into, a, even deliberately, bring himself into the uncertain scenario, brings himself in, and now he's bound, now he's stuck by this, by this complexity where he doesn't know, he doesn't know what it is, and practically have to wait till later, and we'll see how the Gemara will analyze that dispute. So let's just go over that basic point distinction here. If a person says until Pesach, ad, it's until it starts. Ad sheyehe is until it concludes. Ad pnei, here we're not sure what ad pnei means. If you go with that it means in passing of some time on Pesach, you're not going to know what moment of Pesach so practically reveals your only usher until it leaves. Romero is a person who never used language like that. He's not going to put himself into uh, such an uh, uh, uncertain scenario. And therefore, we assume he only means until the passing of the moment before Pesach. Says the Gemara, Konim Nam Shani Tovim Mayom. Person who says, Konim, I'm not going to have tasting wine today. So what do we say? You're not also for 24 hours, only also until nightfall. But after nightfall comes, you have to get annulment of the nether from a rabbi. So this is fascinating because really, just, the nether just expired, right? You're only, it's only usher today. And uh, it's usher today as soon as nightfall comes. But mid Rabbonon, we were machmir, and they said, first annul, first annul. My time, what's the reason why? He was only usher today, today expired. We're nervous as a rabbinical decree to the case where a person said for one day. Remember, in the case where a person said for one day, it's usher for, uh, for 24 hours. And then it's not usher when nightfall comes, it's usher for 24 hours. So we want to know that it's very confusing between someone saying today and for, um, for, uh, or, or for one day. For, for today or one day, it's very confusing. 
So therefore, what do we say? We say that even where you said for today and it's less than 24 hours, you should still get an annulment so that somebody doesn't think, oh, you know, come to make a mistake. Says the Gemara, top of the day, Zamalei, Abai says to Rav Yosef, if that's true, that the Rabbanim were concerned between today and one day, so then they should say the opposite as well. If somebody said that the nether is in effect for one day, so it's over after 24 hours, we should say like this, we should say that it should be usher even after 24 hours pass until the nightfall of the next day. Why? Because it's Xera, the Rabbanim should make Xera on account where the, where the person says it's over today. Because no one knows exactly what's going on. People get confused. So, so the same way we made Xera of today. Up to one day, and we said that after nightfall, you have to get Sheila Chacham. Let's do the opposite. Where I said for one day, you want to say it's Mutter right away after 24 hours? No. We should be Machmer, we should say, if you don't want to know that it's also until nightfall. So I'm a lay. No, Hayom Yom Machon Today can be confused with one day. You know that you're automatically Mater. After nightfall, people will think that if I say one day as well, it, it goes away after nightfall when it really only goes away after 24 hours. One day cannot be confused with today because one day goes away after 24 hours and people are aware that if a person says a nether from today, it's there until nightfall. So I think, I think the basic idea is that um, and a person said it for one day, he's already kept it for 24 hours. People, people will realize that I need 24 hours of passing. Nobody's going to say, nobody's going to come out the other way and say, oh, so, 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 so if someone said Hayom, they don't have to wait till nightfall. It, it's the opposite. If someone says Hayom and it's mutter for them after nightfall, there's somebody who said Yom Echad might also think I could just do it after nightfall. I don't, I don't have to wait 24 hours. So there's no reason after a person said one day and 24 hours passed, we have no reason to make a zero that he can't uh, drink wine right away. He could drink wine right away. But where a person said today, there, even though technically it's over after nightfall, the Rabbana made a that he should annul it after nightfall and not just assume it expired. And now the Gemara tells us what's really behind this is that we don't like Nadarim at all. Amar Avina, Amar Limar, Avina said, Marimar told me, Amar Peshwet, Rav Yosef, this is what your father said, the name of Rav Yosef. Come on, Azash Maizet, Rav Yimar Rav, who does this teaching from Yimar Rav go like? Rav Nasa goes like Rav Nasa, and the time says in the Brisa, Rav Nasa, no miracle, and other Kilubana Bama. Whenever a person makes a neder, he says, if he has built a Bama. The Bama means at the time that you're not allowed to make, make Bamas, at the time when you're only allowed to bring Karbanas in the base of Mikdash, and you're just doing your own service of Hashem. Um, in a private way. So that's what a nether is, right? That's the same concept. You're adding on to the mitzvahs. Hashem didn't say this is uh, something you shouldn't have. You're arbitrarily accepting more things upon yourself. I'm a kaimo. If a person fulfills another kilo makter, that's like bringing a carbon on the bama. So therefore, the rabbanim, it's almost like a penalty that, 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 that whenever there's any sort of confusion, the rabbanim are going to say, go get an annulment. Don't, don't just assume your nether expired. Okay, we continue. If a person took a nether to answer wine for this week, so then he's also the whole week, including the upcoming Shabbos. Basically, Shabbos is the last day of the week. So as the Gemara Pshita, isn't that obvious? Isn't that obvious? Of course, you can't drink until after Shabbos. Why does the mission have to say Shabbos is the, fi- the final day of the week? What makes us know that? I guess because, you know, mirrors what we have. Six days we work and the seventh day is the day of rest. So obviously, the seventh is the end of the week. Says the Gemara, if a person says week, Maybe he only meant weekdays, like the days that we that we um, the days that we work. Now, why would we say that? And Kamash will know that, that that the week does include the upcoming Shabbos. What's the pshat? So it's not it's not so clear. You know, it could be it it, it, it could be that 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 stam. You know, the week a person says weekdays. But the Rishonim explain a little bit more is that remember we're talking about another to abstain from wine and kiddush and things and Shabbos is very important. Wine is important in the religion. That's what makes us think that maybe he only meant the weekday and not Shabbos. So, so if there is a, a possibility of saying that I'm also for the week means for the weekdays, 
And in addition, a person would want, probably wine for Shabbos. So that's what makes us think that this person did not include Shabbos in his netter. And that's why it's a chiddush that he did. Says the next part of the Mishnah, Chodesh, someone who asked for wine for this month, also for Chodesh, he's also to drink throughout the entire month. For Rosh Chodesh, but the upcoming Rosh Chodesh is with the following month. Meaning, so if let's say it's uh, Tevis, right? This is, this is a good example. So it's, if it's somebody makes a nether on the 28th of Tevis, and he says for this month, so he's going to be Asr on the 28th and the 29th. Now, what, what the Gemara is going to answer, and this is what it gets a little bit complicated. If you, if you get to, uh, if you get to, 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 to two-day Rosh Chodesh versus a one-day Rosh Chodesh, they're very, very different. If I have a two-day Rosh Chodesh, so then the 30th day is part of what? The 30th day of Rosh Chodesh is really part of the, the first month. Right? And then the next one is, is, is the second day of Rosh Chodesh is the first day of the next month. If I have a Chodesh Chaser, so there's only 29 days, so then that 29th day is part of the old month, and then there's just Rosh Chodesh, which is part of the new month. So our Mishnah was saying that Chodesh is also Chodesh, and Rosh Chodesh is always with the following month. It's not part of it. So the Gemara was asking that it's obvious. So the Gemara explains, The Chodesh is when the following month is a, is a Chaser one. So the current month means that it's Malay. In other words, it usually alternates. It's usually 29, 30, 29, 30, 29, 30. So if the next month is going to be chaser, is going to be only 29, that means that the current month is probably going to have 30. Like Mamash Os, right now, we're in, we're in Kislev, it's going to be 30 days. Shabbos will be day 30. If it happens to be a fascinating thing of all the months that the Gemara is assuming it alternates, it happens to be that the one that we're currently in, Kislev can actually sometimes have 30 and sometimes 29. It's a little confusing. But let's just pick this year, where it's going to have 30. Day was well 29. Right, so that's it's going to alternate. So, so if next month is going to be chaser, Tevis will only have twenty nine. So this current month, when the person made the nadir, there are thirty. So there are thirty days. So how do I look at day thirty? What is it is Rosh Chodesh, but it's day thirty of that of that of that uh, of that current month. So what is the law? So you would say the first day of Rosh Chodesh should be with the um, with the preceding month because the calendar date is the thirtieth day of the month. So I offer myself for the month. So yes, it's Rosh Chodesh. Call it Rosh Chodesh. But it's part of that current month. Kamash Malan, Karu Inish, Resh Yarcha. Mishnah is telling us no. That in the way of language, even though it is the 30th day of that month, but people call it the beginning of the month. Look at us. That's what we call it. We're going to call this 30th day of Kislev Rosh Chodesh. Shabbos this year, and this Shabbos will be Rosh Chodesh, despite the fact that it's really the 30th day of Kislev. So there's a certain paradox in that. And the real paradox, if you want to get to the bottom of where that paradox comes from, you have to go back to the days when Rosh Chodesh came about through people seeing the new moon and coming. And on day 30, we didn't know what was going to be. So they started observing Rosh Chodesh out of doubt, so on and so forth. And there was this uncertainty every day 30, whether it was day 30 or day one of the next month. Practically, therefore, we end up with two days Rosh Chodesh every other month. Whatever, you go back to the sources and figure it out. But for us today, for Nadarim, it doesn't really matter. For us in Adarim, we care about the way people talk. So people talk in a way that they will call the 30th day Rosh Chodesh. So therefore, even though it's technically the 30th day of the month, it's already going to be mutter on that day 30 because people refer to it as Rosh Chodesh. That's, the, that's what the Chodesh of the Mishnah. But the first day of the two Rosh Chodeshes is going to be with the old month. No, no, the Gemara is saying huge Chodesh. Yeah, it's a big Chodesh. That even day 30 is with the new month in terms of the way people speak. So if somebody, let's say, you know, today, or whatever, yesterday say, then the 28th day of, 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 of Kislev. They say, I'm also for wine this month. When does the nether expire? The end of the month. What's the end of the month? Is it, do they have to wait for Shabbos to pass when it will become the first of Teves? And we're saying no. As soon as Shabbos comes and it's Rosh Chodesh, 
Shorosh Chodesh Teves, even though it's the 30th day of Kislev, they're already Matar. Then we go back to Mishnah said, Shana Zu, Kula. Someone said this year, he's also to drink wine the whole year until the next Rosh Hashanah. the Gemara wonders, Amar Konim Yom Yomau. A little bit of a different language. Konim, somebody said for Yom. He didn't say Yom Echad, he didn't say Hayom. Where he said Hayom, it's also by nightfall. Where he said Yom Echad, it's 24 hours. What if he said just Yom, a day? Dina Kahayom, is it like the day where it's over at nightfall? Or is it like one day where it's over only after 24 hours? So we're, we're saying, we know Hayom, we know Yom Echad. What about Yom? Tashman was season, let's bring a proof of the mission. The mission said, If a person said, Hayom, my tasting for the day, he's only usher until nightfall. Hayom, Kiyom Echadami. So it sounds like if he didn't say Hayom, he just said Yom, day, instead of today. Like that's really the difference in English, you'd hear it. Hayom would be today. Yom would be a day. So, so, so what is that? So we can make an inference. The Mishnah only said, Hayom is mutter at the end, at the, at, after nightfall. So it sounds like Yom would, would still be Asr after nightfall. It's like the Gemara, but Eimah Seifa, look at the end. The Mishnah contrasts with Amr Yom Echad, Asr Yom Yom. If you said for one day, it, where he said Yom Echad, there it goes to 24 hours. Ha, Yom Kayom Dami. If he didn't say Yom Echad for one day, he just said for a day, then it sounds like it would, more, it would be more similar to today, where it's mother after nightfall. So therefore, from the, from the Mishnah, actually, you're not able to get any answer. So in conclusion, today, Hayom, we know, is, Asr, is only Asr until nightfall. For one day, Yom Echad is certainly Asr for 24 hours. But what if somebody says, a day, Yom, what, is, what does Yom mean? Does that mean 24 hours? Or does it only mean until nightfall? So we don't get an answer from the Mishnah. So we bring a different mission. Why is it according me? I'm not going to have it for Hashana for the year. So what happens? The year was extended, meaning a leap year was made. So there's an extra month. So it's also to drink wine during the remainder of the year and the extra month. So dummy. what's the case that the mission is discussing? The mission is discussing something for the year, and we're saying the extra leap month is included. What's the case? Top of the Amidala. If you say that it's read just like it's literally, literally worded, meaning he said for the year, Hashanah for the year, is that really a chiddush that he's also for the whole year, including, including the, the added month? Of course. The year means the current calendar year. It has nothing to do with how many days it is, nothing to do with whether they have to add a month. It's the current calendar year. So it's not a novelty if he said for the year, Hashanah, with the hey for the year, of course it's going to include the extra month. I love the Shana. The case has to be he didn't say for the year. He just said Shana. He said for a year, and somebody could say that a year is very different. Maybe it doesn't necessarily mean the current calendar year. Maybe it means a twelve month period from the time that he took the nether. And what the mission is telling you is that no, it's just like he said Hashana for the year in the, the current calendar year. So we conclude Amashana Kashana Dami. When I say a year, it's like a, someone who said the year, the calendar year. So therefore, by day as well, Yom Nami Kya Yom Din. If somebody said a day, it's like someone who said for 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 today, and therefore it should be mutter as soon as nightfall comes. So the Gemara says, Lo, it's not approved. Lo, Damar Hashana. It could be more straightforward. Literally, like it said, he said it for the year. But you might have still said, and the reason you don't know that the leap month is included is because maybe when you interpret language, you go after what this year means in most years. In other words, in most years, the year is only 12 months. But Lo, most, most years do not have anything extended. They don't have a leap month. So the person maybe. Um, oh, you only ask, meant to ask for it like in a normal year, even though he said this year, the current calendar year, but he only meant it to be with the assumption it would be a normal year. And therefore, he shouldn't have to be also um, more than 12 months. So, so, and and the, the, the Rashman speaks out 
not only should it be mutter in 12 months, it should be mutter as soon as Av finishes, even if 12 months haven't finished. Let's say he said in the middle of Kislev, right? But he meant this current year, meaning the amount of months that are left to this calendar year in a way that most calendar years have. So if they add a month and he gets an extra Adar, so in a regular calendar year, this, when after Av would come, it would already be after Elon, it would be Rosh Hashanah time, he should be mutter. Therefore, Kamashmo and the Mishnah tells us, no, that this year means the current calendar year, and if they go and they add, then they go and they add, and therefore it would be awesome. So bottom line is, we do not resolve our question. If somebody who just said Yom, or somebody who just said Shana, we don't know if it's like Hayom, or it's like, uh, or, or, or it's like Yom Echad. We don't resolve that question.